It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Under the Covers, presented by No Easy Buckets. Uh, back again this week uh, with week uh, week eight best bets. Uh, back with Clay and Mike again, guys. How was uh, how was week seven? Week seven, we uh, we struggled. We that was we week went eight. My bad. <laughs> into the finish line. We had our worst week in pod history in the two years. I've been been honored to be on this podcast. One and four, mm-hmm. pushing our season total now to twenty and twenty. But we got those losers behind us. Yeah. Now it's time to get some money. Exactly. Yeah. Fortunately, October has still been well. Uh, nine and six for October, moving yeah. up to sixteen and twenty-one and three for the year, and the double digits stay strong. So we're looking to keep October hot since mm-hmm. it's the last weekend of it. So here we yeah, go. You barely, you barely. Yeah, and I'm a million dollars richer. Oh, that's right. You won your first million-dollar lock. My one and only. Yeah. They're now 4-0, so if anybody was out there wanting to win money. <laughs> I don't know if there's a podcast out there where there's been total more money total one. Um, yeah, even if I have a losing record for the year, you're yeah. still making a million bells you out. It bells you out. It's sure. a million. What that, what's that, like three units for you? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was a, that game at the first of it, you look, it was like, is LSU going to play around and like let state stay close enough to like cover that number? But then quickly realized that was not the case. I was not worried after (laughs) the first half LSU Mm -hmm. did play pretty, pretty sloppy, couldn't finish the score, but Mm -hmm. we knew what was going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. And it wasn't really anything else last week that stood out, um, Everybody else kind of took care of business from what I can remember. Besides uh, Clay getting your uh, your double-digit dog one outright with Illinois, winning, it was, uh, winning against Wisconsin. So, got to call that out. Big shout-out, Lovey love Smith. Mm-hmm. Lovey Smith is a winner. Yeah, he is. Uh, Illini just hanging around all season, ruining the playoff chances for uh, Wisconsin. And then uh, Florida won a messy one. Uh, Georgia won a messy one as well. Georgia just continues to not look good. I thought so. my internet was broken when I saw the score <laughs> zero zero in the halftime. I was like, "What?" Yeah, that that was a terrible game. It was rainy, but still, like you're better. You, that Kentucky team is horrible, <laughs> and they have no quarterback whatsoever, and you can't score in the first half like that. So, so do you anyway. give Georgia a chance to turn it around and be competitive no. against no, Alabama? I, I mean, no. cause I, I think they're still winning the East. Uh, I mean, Florida, unless Florida really comes out and play, I don't. I think I don't the winner of Florida Georgia will win the. Yeah. East. So like for sure, you know, we'll 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 wait till that game to to see. But neither of them are going to beat Alabama. I don't think so. No. No, and I think LSU will have a better resume to go into the playoff or have a shot, have a conversation for that. Um, and I can't forget Derek Mason. Vanderbilt pulled out the the win against Missouri last week. So. And he was fired up. Did y'all see that uh, post game? He was. That he's a man for the job. I, I, I respect that. Though. <laughs> he made yeah. me want to run through a wall. For he sure. Made, he's the man for the job in, in Star Wolf, if, if you're asking me. So, Ooh. let's bring him in. 
<laughs> Rockers are still calling. We'll see. But anyway, let's get into it uh, this week. Obviously, uh, I don't think y'all got have any crossover games, so we should have 10 fresh ones, and then uh, we'll get into it. So we'll, uh, we'll you head it off. You got a Thursday night game, Mike. Go right into it. Tell them to bring me my money. Yes, the only Thursday night game we've got for the – well, at least the only good one. We're in the American Conference. SMU's traveling to Houston. Um, SMU's a 14-point favorite, and I like the Mustangs to cover that. Yeah. Um, I've got to fade Houston this week after taking them last week against UConn, one of the Come worst on. teams in the whole country, figuring I could fade UConn and easily get us a cover. They squeak it out 24-17. Dana Holgerson's son, Logan, had to come in and save the day for the Cougars. Um, he didn't even play that well, but this week Houston is expected to start Clayton Toon, who's been their starter, but he's been nursing a hamstring injury. Um, but there's a gauntlet schedule for uh, SMU coming up. This is the start of it because we've got potential game day next week against Ooh. Memphis. We don't – this is not a look ahead, clearly. I still think SMU rolls. The offense is just way too good. Um, and just listen to these nerdy stats real quick about Houston's offensive line and defensive line. They're ranked 110th and 111th on both sides of the ball in sack rate, 96th in standard down sack rate, and 108th and 113th in pass down sack rate, which means that they don't give any time for Clayton Toon or Logan to throw the ball. Offensive line for – SMU, 14th in sack rate, third in standard sack rate, 49th in pass down sack rate. They're going to give him plenty of time to throw the ball. Give me SMU to roll. Like it. It's a pretty low number for the, the difference there. Um, so I'd like that um, Thursday night. And you got, uh, you've got the, you said it's not a look ahead game, but Clay, you've got um, Memphis who's hoping to get game day next week, right? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give you my first pick. It's uh, Memphis minus 10.5 at Tulsa. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's time for the country to become aware of Kenneth Gainwell, Yazoo City, Mississippi product. Last week, sure. 300, 307 yards total. 104 of that was rushing, 207 receiving, three TDs. Trivia question. First time in more – this is a few, Mike. First time in more than two decades that a player has gone for 100, 100 rushing and 200 receiving. Last guy, 1997. Who was it? Mm. <laughs> Draw the blank. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Troy Edwards, Louisiana Tech. Anyways, <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell. He's real. Memphis, getting ready for next week, getting ready for game day in that national spotlight on Saturday night. Rolls at Tulsa this weekend. Damn, a lot to – a lot to like Memphis has got to focus this week. They can't mess around on the road. With uh, with that game coming up next week, they can't just we feed need, Gainwell. Uh, we need what's both his... of our horses to uh, cover for us to have a shot at getting mm-hmm. Lee in Memphis. We need it. <laughs> that would be amazing. Have it. <laughs> Tiger Lane. So uh, yeah, looking ahead to that one next week, hoping uh, we'll get them in the Liberty Bowl. Are y'all gonna go if they uh, if they do get game day there? Uh, be questionable. Might have to think about it. Um, <laughs> it should be thought about. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and move on to your next game, Mike. Yeah, number two, we've got Oklahoma State traveling to Iowa State. 
I'm going to stay with my boys, the Cyclones. They are covering 10 and a half. Uh, Pokes have lost two straight, given up 45 points in their last two against Texas Tech and Baylor. Running game's really the only thing they've got to hang their hat on, but really they've got a – I mean, they're playing a solid run defense with Iowa State. Um, they rank top 20 in rushing yards allowed and yards per play. Ohio State's defense just can't get off the field, and they're 95th ranked in passing yards allowed. And we've got Brock Purdy in Brock-tober. <laughs> it's Ooh. Matt Campbell. It's October. He still covers. We're just going to keep riding the teams that cover, which is Iowa State. Love it. So you got them at um... – Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah, so Iowa State. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma State dropped a couple bad ones recently. Of course, Baylor's pretty good, I guess, uh, until they play some real competition, but they're undefeated. Uh, but, yeah, pretty uh, pretty uncharacteristic performance from Oklahoma State this year. Um, but we'll go ahead and move to your uh, next game, Clay. All right, we'll go ahead and just keep it in the uh, Big 12 where the ballers play. Mm-hmm. Last week I picked them. They let me down against Kansas. This week I got the Longhorns again, minus one at TCU. I like the Longhorns here. This is a Sam Ellinger, Tom Herman special right here. Longhorns need a win. Loss right here would really, really create some problems. But I like Texas, TCU. They've struggled all year. Gary Patterson pulled out some new uniforms. They think it's going to be a big deal. Longhorns by a touchdown. New uniform game. That's yeah, they important. brought out some special unis. Really, I'm surprised this game is only two. That seems really low. You know, TCU oh, yeah. opened up as a favorite, actually. They were yeah. a, they were a one point favorite, and wow, apparently got hammered. So yeah. it's that win over Kansas a couple weeks ago that uh, really got the betters to put P- TCU <clears throat> in the favorite. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be a good one to see. I mean. Texas five and two, they're going to have to, they can't really let too many more slip. if They want to uh, have a chance. So we'll move on to your next one, Mike. All right. So this is the primetime game of the weekend, Nevada at Wyoming. We've got the total at 44 and I love the under the weather in Laramie, Wyoming is going to be 20 to 30 miles per hour winds for the game time at one o'clock. Why is this important? Clay? because 56% of college football games played in wind miles per hour of 13 or more have gone under. And then also when it's 20 miles per hour or more, the under has hit 62%. That is winning money. Neither offense is good. Wyoming's run heavy. They're going to hold the ball a lot. Nevada's 22nd the nation with time on the field offensively. But weirdly enough, they're ranked 111th in scoring offense. But both teams, good at defending the run. But we're banking on a snoozy, windy one. So put this on the main slate at 1 o'clock. Mm. Got uh, two interceptions from Malik Henry last week for Nevada. Probably a good call on that under if he's going to be the starter rest of the season. <laughs> Probably. So um, crazy that uh, he's made it that far anyway. So um, <clears throat> you got the under 44. Um, everybody will be watching that game uh, in Laramie. Uh, what's your next one, Clay? All right, we don't get as uh, crazy as Mike gets with some of those uh, Mountain West games, but this is a team that's that's trending upwards the last six quarters. 
Illinois, led by pod favorite Lovey Smith. They're plus 10 against Purdue this weekend. Purdue 3-4, and four, coming off a win against Maryland. Anyways, Illinois, huge win last week as 28-point underdogs against the Wisconsin team that had shut out four out of six games. Anyways, two weeks ago, Illinois almost came back and beat our favorite Shea Patterson in the second half. This team is trending upward, last six quarters of, of good football, plus 10 on the road, led by Lovey Smith. I love this bet. This Illinois team is getting hot at the right time. Let's make some money on them. Love that call. There, That is a pretty high number against a 2-5 and five Purdue team. Uh, so I, I think it's the right call there. Um, Lovey may have this team bowl eligible this year. That's going to be get big for them. That would be big. Yeah. Um, but can't doubt that beard any week. So I like that number. Uh, what's you your, can't, yeah. You can't. What's your, uh, what's your next game, Mike? All right, for real, though, we've got the number four game is our real game that we want to watch. <laughs> Auburn at LSU. Uh, yeah. I rode LSU last week for a million dollars. It's not a million-dollar lock, but I do like LSU minus 10.5 here. Uh, I'm fading Bo Nix more than anything traveling on the road uh, because last time that we saw Auburn play a good team on the road against Florida, they got worked. Um, LSU, once again, I mean, they've offensively looked amazing. Joe Burrow is continuing to show us he's a potential Heisman winner. Um, Auburn's secondary let Kellen Mond, who we know is a fraud, throw over 300 yards on him. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with LSU at all, especially at home in this tough environment for a CBS 230. Love that. Actually, you said uh, possible Heisman. Burrow is the favorite right now, Bovada, plus 125. Never a doubt. favorite everywhere. Yeah, his favorite everywhere. So, um, that's looking like – that. what's that guy you called out, Clay, that had the, the bet early in the season and the book was trying to get him to pay out? When they trying to get him to pay oh, like 15K or something? Yeah. Yeah, but he still has to go to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, <clears throat> it's a good shot at it right now. It doesn't really seem – I mean, obviously, Tua or Jalen, probably the only two people in reach of that. Yeah, but um, if Tua misses, like, a game or two, he's out, man, right, for the Heisman. Probably. Hurts is probably – you're probably right. Hurts is probably the, the guy to the watch. The favorite. The favorite, yeah. And then, like, an outside shot that Justin Fields um, uh, kind of comes up. It would be cool to see Jerry Judy win it. Just if Tua did go out and he still just went off, like for the rest of the season, uh, that would be cool. But oh, nice odds. For those baseball interested, Nats just got a two-run single with the bases loaded, up six to two. Oh snap! Sorry for the baseball. <laughs> no, that's that's crazy that they're going to be up two zero. Um, they're about to win two in Houston. Wow, that's insane. I don't feel as bad for the Cardinals now. Uh, that was just the worst series I ever watched, though. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. Anyway, we'll take a break from baseball and folks, your, uh, your next bit, Clay. All right. For those of you that uh, are new around here, we've got a couple of principal bets that I like to make every week. <laughs> One of them, Mizzou. Mizzou's minus 10 at Kentucky this week. Yes, I know Mizzou dropped the ball. It was our lock last week, but – Sometimes Derek Mason gets lucky and gets fired up and runs through a damn wall for us. Well, Mizzou dropped the ball in week one against Wyoming. Then they covered four straight weeks. This is what they're going to do. 
you have to you have to live with them through the bad times to enjoy the good times. And Kelly Bryant is worth it. This Kentucky team cannot score. You do not have to worry about them scoring. Mizzou goes on the road, fired up after losing to Nashville, and gets a road win by 17. Love that. Yeah, that this Kentucky team is is pretty bad. Ever since they started putting Lee uh, Lee Bowden at um at QB, they can't really do anything offensively. Um, and you got to ride with your guys, <clears throat> even though they hurt you last week. But I mean, it's tough to fault them in a home game with Derek Mason coach squad. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, you, you just have to trust the process in these type things. You do. You do. Uh, what's your uh, What's your last game, Mike? Last but not least is a more of a basketball rivalry than anything, but we've got Duke and North Carolina. Duke traveling to North Carolina, which is a good solid 10-minute drive. Um, three and a half is the number I like Duke at, being a dog for, for the rival game. I don't think any time you could even take North Carolina as a favorite, but either way, Cutcliffe has won this rivalry three years in a row, covered two out of the last three. Duke's just coming off a bad loss to UVA, so I'm really just buying low here. Uh, but I think they'll be ready for this one. It stays within a field goal. Give me Cutcliffe. The percentage of the money, by the way, is heavily weighted on the Devils, which means I'm riding the Sharps. Uh-oh. Ride the Sharps. I mean, we have to ask ourselves, too, is North Carolina the best four-loss team in the country, though, right now? I, I would say so. Yeah. I mean that that OT at uh, we actually saw the first like new OT game last year, or uh, the first you know major conference one last week with uh, they get two point conversions after the fourth overtime with those two squads Virginia Tech and North Carolina that was the worst football I may have watched all season <laughs> just one play dropped back got sacked like three series in a row so um, pretty uh, invigorating stuff anyway so you got Duke plus three and a half there. Uh, what is your last game, Clay? All right, last but not least, this is another one of the principal bets. This is what we do around here. Notre Dame, Michigan, under 52 and a half. Mike, since since you didn't get to ask it this week, I'll give my second trivia question. Who plays quarterback for Michigan? Shea Patterson. Correct. So we're betting under. It doesn't matter if it's 32 and a half or 52 and a half. We're betting under. It's at Michigan. They keep it low scoring. This could be Harbaugh's chance to win a big game. But more importantly, as long as Shea Patterson's playing, we're betting the under. Under 52 and a half. You have to after that loss last week. So, like you said, we're looking forward to Shea Patterson's senior night against Ohio State in a few weeks. That's the schedule. We're, we're circling it right now. Oh, wow. Nats just scored two more, more baseball because Bregman threw it away. Eight to two. Wow. Sorry. Just imploding in Houston. The favorites. Mm. Probably could have got a great uh, odds on the Nats to win it all in that series. I bet it was probably the best. I think I heard that it was the best odds to, for a team to win the World Series that there's been in a long time. Karma karma for that SI article. Mm. <laughs> True. True. So I think we're uh, I think we're finished up uh, with the five bets this week. Make sure to get those in. Obviously, you got the Thursday night game, Mike. Um, so let's move on to the double-digit double digit dogs. Uh, you go ahead with your first one, Mike, Is it's uh, a little close to home here. J-Mac, you give us your first one. Oh, it's flipping it on me, are you? Well, I'm going to stick with, like we said, we like to do the things that we know. And I'm going to stick with my uh, Old Dominion Monarchs who have uh, Florida Atlantic coming to visit them 
in, uh, in their, at their home field. And it's, uh, it's plus 14. I'm going to go with the Monarchs. They have never let me down before. Don't think they're going to let me down again. All right, Mike. I'll go ahead. I'll give mine. Yep. Got Wisconsin plus 14. Bounce back game after losing their home to Illinois, but they go on the road to Columbus. I think they're a little better than losing to Illinois, so they keep it close. Badges. Badges. I like that one, too. I think it could be a close game there, a little test for for um, for uh, Fields and Ohio State. Um, uh, you have yours ready, Mike? Yes, I do. I always had it ready. <laughs> Five and three in this bad boy. I just wanted to give you all the the light first. So we won a million dollars off of fading them last week. But this week, we're riding them again because A&M is a complete fraud. Yeah. Mississippi State, plus ten and a half, going to College Station. I just – I don't know what else to do but just buy at the lowest point in the program. I know the team is still behind Moorhead. There's a lot of rumbling going around about a Rutgers position opening up for Joe. If Matt Luke could have coached, or if he can't, if he was a competent coach, he would have won that game against Ole Miss last weekend. Clay knows. But either way, I think this is just a perfect opportunity to find where Mississippi State is just at the point where no one believes in them. And here they come, and they're keeping it at least within a, a 10 point range. So mm-hmm. that's my bold double digit of the week. Don't uh, don't lie to everybody. You're probably going to sprinkle some on that money line plus three ten for Mississippi State, aren't you? Eh. You might have them in a parlay. Maybe you are. I doubt it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll probably do it too. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so that's uh, that's good for us. No callers this week. Um, we'll uh, go ahead. I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, there's we talked about the the major games this week. I think everything uh, pretty much standard uh, as is. No, is there any fun Pac-12 after dark games this week? Uh, Washington State, Oregon. That could get weird. Oregon, number eleven, playing really well. Uh, one five, one five or six in a row. Uh, maybe Oregon has Mike Leach I mean, magic. Mike Leach since like twenty fourteen, I think. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, but Mike Leach doesn't have the same magic he used to. It's been rough this year. He doesn't have Garner Minshew. That's true. That's that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, he's he's lost hey, a good year. Ash- Astros got out of the inning with only allowing six. That's big. That's big. Did you get a hold for that, the bullpen? Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, if there's nothing else from you guys, we'll go ahead and get out of here. All right. Let's hey, make another one. We're, we're, we're just that? one week away from mm-hmm. the biggest game of the year in the bowl. Uh-oh. College what? game day. What? Give if, me game day or give me death. If ESPN's listening, this is where you need to be. If they know what's good for them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If they know. If they know. Uh, Anyway, guys, appreciate it as always. Uh, We'll uh, we'll talk to you all next week. All right. See you. All right. Peace.